you are not your past. The Waxing Moon Mother writes, Sever the Gordian knot, Not tease at the threads, Birth your dream time to breathe the air around you. Do it now and watch the chaos fly. Rituals really work to help you focus your mind. And this is one you can do so easily. Start to allow yourself to pay attention to those moments. The moments between waking and sleeping. The moments at night when you've gone to bed, but you're not yet fully asleep. Notice how warm and lethargic your body feels. Make yourself aware of what you're thinking. Just observe. These are the moments when you're in bed, just waiting for sleep to come. This is the time when you are most aware of the recent past, the day that you've just had. For now, just be aware of this transient state. I'll talk a little bit later about what you need to do. For there's a closure ritual at the end of this. Until I called on Mother Shipton, my past was like a roundabout. I seemed to keep coming back time and time again to certain beliefs about myself and the world, behaviours, and even types of relationships. Events seemed to repeat themselves. Different people, mind. Different places, yes. Same outcome. Same old me. There seemed to be a certain inevitability about how my life would play out in future, as if it were already mapped out for me. It was as if my past was my future. I found that even if I started on what seemed like a new path, the habits of my past kept coming back to me, and I was right back there, stuck in the old groove again. So out of frustration, I tried all sorts of different ways of escaping from the patterns, but inevitably, I failed. It's rather obvious, really. You cannot escape from yourself. And it was me who created the patterns, even though I didn't want to know that at the time. And when I finally reached the stage where I was prepared to accept a mother's advice, I truly felt that there was no hope of change for me. That I was who I was and that I couldn't change. After all, aren't we all products of our upbringing and experience? Mother taught me that it may be true, but it's not all there is. Most of what I thought to be intrinsically part of me, deep-rooted character traits that I believed to be fixed and unchangeable, she taught me were simply habits, responses, patterns which I'd followed, but they weren't actually me. 
and she reminded me of the original meaning of the word habit. A habit was simply a garment, a piece of clothing. It was something you could put on or take off when you needed it. You are not your behaviours. Just as your habits can be put on or taken off when you need them. As soon as you realise this, once again, you have choice. I stopped behaving with the old knee-jerk reactions to events and allowed myself time to decide how I was going to react. Don't get me wrong, this was hard at first. Of course it was. Once I'd learnt the trick of using the night web, which I'll show you later, I found it so much easier to do. It's a form of mind training. Just as, many years ago, you trained your mind in the habits which harmed you. So it is now time to consciously train yourself into the habits that heal. This does not happen immediately. Takes around three weeks, about 21 nights before the training kicks in and you forget that you're doing anything different. The effort wears off as each day goes by and your new ways of reacting become your natural default. And so now, I want to turn your attention to the relevance of this in connecting with the source. This is mostly about your relationship with the past. The past for you may have been the most wonderful time. It may also have been awful. For most of us, the past is a mixture of both. And how we react to the past, of course, depends on how we feel right now. In terms of our memory, the brain connects with similarities. We see patterns. So if you're feeling down, your mind associates with memories of feeling down. If you're feeling upbeat, these are the connections which are reinforced. The mental patterns which are activated by mood. Your past is a state of mind, not an absolute reality. It is your perception of history, not an accurate record of the events that happened. For some people, it's more real to them than their present because they are reliving events from the past over and over. And when you do this, there's little or no room in your inner reality for your future. I want you to understand that not everything you believe about your past is a fact, an unchangeable event. Your past is a movable feast. One which changes each day as your perception about yourself and the life you are living changes. You adapt your ideas and feelings of the past to fit what is happening to you right now. We will often forget our actions of the past. Do you know, especially if they don't reflect us in a good light. Funny that. We can also forget the actions of others, whether good or bad depending on how we feel about that person now. And it becomes easy to idealise a good event from our history. It's also just as easy to take an event that was bad and to continue to suffer from it. When it comes to our own personal past, we are the authors 
of that history. And this is not to say that we lie to ourselves or, or trick ourselves or actively try to change the past, but it is a part of human nature and human behaviour to need to catalogue our past in order to understand it. And by understanding it, understanding ourselves. And in doing so, we create a version that fits with our needs now. That's a lot to get your head around. But the easiest way to get to grips with this thought is to keep in your mind the fact that no matter how good the meal was you ate last night, remembering what it was like will not nourish you today. The past is there for you to learn from, not to relive or regret. This has little or no value in your future and only a small value in your present. The only real value lies in using the past to help you to understand how you are the unique designer of the patterns of magic which you allow into your life and that nothing is fixed as part of your inner reality unless you make this happen with your mood states. Good memories collect around good memories. But this only happens if you are in a good state of mind when you enter sleep. Conversely, bad memories collect around bad memories when you go to sleep in a bad mood. You dictate what gets remembered and how, what sticks in your mind. This is why the mood you take into your sleep becomes so important. Each night, when you go to sleep, you enter a different state of consciousness, which changes and develops as your sleep progresses. You take your mood in there with you too, and because of this, it will shape the way in which you remember events that have happened to you during that day. In your sleep, your mind makes shortcuts to memory based on those emotional states. In your sleep state, your mind experiences many different processes among which are sets of sequences to help you decide how you're going to respond in the next 24 hours. In your REM sleep, you enter a state of memory consolidation and future preparation, helping you to put the events of the past day into context and helping you change your mood into one that's more positive as you do. And this period also helps you create ideas of how you're going to act and react with the events of tomorrow based on your memories of how you reacted to similar events. And it's interesting because often when we're feeling a little tired or disconnected, this is when that feeling of deja vu kicks in in our waking life. And this is because your mind has already experienced the events that are about to happen. It's already created them in your sleep and has mentally rehearsed them so well you feel and think as if it has already happened to you. And what's more, you have now already 
actually experience the event because your mind has played out the scene in your sleep and in your dreams. And because you're tired, this projection of events is mentally experienced slightly ahead of the event. And you feel as if you know what is about to happen to you. And the incredible part of this is when the event plays out exactly as you already experienced it. Do you know, it astounds me that most people just accept this and feel there's no need to understand how astounding and life-changing this knowledge is that you can actually accurately predict the future. Your future. (laughs) This is to me a prime example of everyday magic that most of us just sweep under the carpet of life and choose to ignore. Not me. When I started to work within Mother's Framework, I recognised that I could change the world around me using this knowledge. And I decided to use this knowledge to plan my future. By creating a positive mood just before I slept, I would decide which memories would become real for me and how I would then be able to experience the world around me. And with this knowledge, I could plan and predict my own immediate future. I was pushing the magic beyond myself and my inner world into the outer world of reality. My magic then became something which others could see and hear and feel. This sensation was astounding to me as day after day I experienced my life as a sequence of events just ahead of them happening. I was starting to make magic happen and I could feel the source was starting to work within and around me. The only way in which I can describe this happening is that it feels like a little bit like you're pushing your hand into water. I only displaced what was immediately around my hand and then when I pulled it away, the water returned to fill the space. This is the nature of changing reality, even for the briefest of moments. You can call it chaos, you can call it butterfly effect, you can call it what you like. It's so localised. But by only allowing the positive feelings to come into your sleep at night, you will be able to create your future emotional template and make it a positive one. For me, I was going to be able to plan my feelings about my future. Think about that. And each time this happened, it would reinforce the ability to plan for happiness and success, regardless of the events. Think about it. Regardless of what happened, I was going to plan how I would feel. Do you know, the fact is, you already prepare for your future even though you're not consciously aware of it. And because of this lack of awareness, You allow the standard background program to run in your head, which allows your unconscious mind to shape your future based on your past. And it does this because you don't tell it to do anything different. Currently, when you go to sleep at night, 
you replay the events of the previous day. You will not be aware of this consciously. It's probably a process of which you are completely unaware. Sometimes you might register it's happening when you start to drift off to sleep and a particularly annoying or upsetting event trips the switch and makes you aware of that thought. But most of the time, though, you allow this program to run without any interference. The only problem with this is that by doing so, you are letting in all of the events of the day into your inner world, your inner reality, and by doing so, you're changing it. To make your magical future and connection with the source a strong reality, you need to start filtering out the thoughts and feelings which are potentially damaging to your future. Not everything needs to get through. And to do this, you create a filter which only the positive and useful will be allowed to progress into your inner space. Once I discovered this knowledge, I decided to make a conscious effort to plan my next day. I mentally rehearsed journeys, conversations, even unexpected encounters and all the moments between waking and sleeping, and most of them without even me being consciously aware of what I'm doing. It has now become a habit, as it will with you. Allow yourself to experiment. I create the mood and the outcome. I focus on the positives that have happened to me during the last 24 hours. I then daydream of my next 24 hours in an ideal world. Of course, I do not always get the outcome I expect. But by planning my part in the events, I make sure I'm going to have the best possible experience. Now I no longer rely on my memories to paint the picture of my future. And in doing this, I allow myself to get excited. And I plan for successful encounters. And you know, the most wonderful thing about this is that the more it happens, the more new positive memories I collect, the more likely I am to have positive things happening to me. I look forward to my life and by doing this I take this positive mood and future image of events into my dreams where I continue to work on them. This way I am never disappointed by events as my dreams allow me to play out my reactions even to disappointment. I create a state which means I will usually be able to find a positive regardless of the actual outcome of the event. And this means I can be both realistic and positive, allowing me to understand myself better and to benefit, regardless of what happens. You do this, you'll find it both a strange and a wonderful experience. And it's like having a secret, which, if you even tried to explain it to anyone else, would have them glazing over or running for cover. Magic sometimes needs the cover of secrecy. Keep this to yourself 
and let others discover it for themselves. They'll see the changes in you soon enough. And so I suggest a ritual that will help you to filter out your thoughts, that will help you to move towards a state of mind that is both positive and helping you to get excited. From now on, when you go to bed, take a few moments to imagine a magical web suspended above your head. A web made of beautiful silver silk threads. Or a traditional mandala, a dream catcher. It's entirely up to you what sort of image works best but allow the image to become as clear as possible in your mind's eye. When you've done this, tell yourself that all of the events that happened during the day can now flow into your mind, but only through the filter of the web. All of your thoughts will be funneled through the web above you. And you may notice Objects and images clinging to the web, or even the web itself changing colour in places where some thoughts have been captured. Only the events of the day that's going to add to your learning or reinforce a positive state of mind are going to get through. Don't worry about whether you imagine this clearly or not. Don't worry about what gets caught up in the web. As when you sleep, the web will be cleansed and repaired and everything which got caught up there will be swept from your thoughts. Nothing will get through that can harm you from now on. Nothing which will prevent you from reinforcing your connection with the source will penetrate the web of weird. For this is what you're creating. A web of destiny. From now on, you filter your experience of life and only take on board that which will help you. It will all become so much clearer to you. You'll understand what to do so much more easily. You'll know what's good and what's harmful. Weird. Destiny is about to become part of your life. Now you've created the filter. Now you've made a choice to take control. And as each day goes by, you become more aware of the positives around you, more aware of the coincidences, more aware of the exciting potential of creating and of stepping towards opportunities. Life is about to get exciting. Look around. It's all starting to fall into place as your inner begins to take shape and form around you. It's starting to happen. Allow yourself to feel it. So use the night web whenever you've had a particularly challenging day. Otherwise, let it happen whenever it feels right for you. Get up and dance, my love.
Dance the polka like old times. Often when I'm feeling sad and blue, I will dance and think of you. Go get up and dance, mama. Polka all around the room. I hope that when you're feeling sad and blue, you will dance. I'll be dancing too. Go get up and dance, mother. Dance around to silly tunes. At times when we are feeling distant, we can dance.